And welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try to watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I am protector of the light cure, Cassidy. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. My body felt possessed. <laughs> and today, we are watching episode 29 of Futariwa Stormy Summer Festival. The Thunder God is super scary! Also known as Summer Ends with a Bang, which I think is a much more apt title. Yeah, that's true. Like, the first part of the Japanese title also works, but like, The Thunder God is super scary, it, it, it's unnecessary and inaccurate. Yeah, I mean, that guy's face was pretty. Oh, scary. he's definitely a creepy old man. But, yes. Like, it's. I, one, I wouldn't call him a thunder god, and two, he doesn't no. do anything. No, he doesn't. <laughs> the others did stuff. That's true. Well, no, I mean, he sometimes a cana, and last episode, the lady, well, well, I mean... She also absorbed a volcano. That's, well, he absorbed lightning. So did the first guy, but the first guy also, like, you know, fought them. That's true. He was the only one who fought them, really, like... Because he didn't summon any zucanas. No. He just fought with his fists. But he did spend, like, a good portion of the episode just screaming in the sky as he absorbed a typhoon. Yeah, this guy didn't even do that. He was just like, aha, I'm secretly the creepy old man. And then <laughs> shot lightning into the ground. And then that was it. Well, I'm sure we'll see him again now that the three of them are together. But before... That happens. We need to talk about this episode. Uh-huh. We need to talk about episode 29. And what an episode it was. It, it definitely was. So we start this episode pretty much the ways we've been kind of starting the other episodes uh, with these new people, which is we see a scenery. Like, this is like near a waterfall in the middle of a woods, and we see darkness spread out through the ground, and from that emerges... A beanstalk or vines that turns into a person. Mm -hmm. And um, we also see some shots of our other mysterious people just walking down the street. After we see some people walking down the street, we see a hospital where Nagisa's mom and Wait. Okay, yeah. so they're at, okay, they were at the hospital too. All right. For some reason, my brain was like, ah, yes, they're in a subway station. A, a subway station? <laughs> I don't know why my brain thought that. I was just like, that was a weird thing to show us, and now we're at a hospital now. <laughs> my brain didn't connect the two. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yes, so at the hospital, Nagisa's mom and Ryota are there. And we learn that Ryota and Nagisa had, like, uh, what is, what is it, like a food-eating contest. Or like yes, they ate some watermelon, and one of them ate way too fast. Yes. And now he's feeling sick. Oh no. Oh, okay, hold on. I don't mean to interrupt you again. But I did just get suddenly a reply to that tweet I made. Yeah? And I feel like you should hear it. Alright, I'm ready. 
Um, this is a reply to my tweet from Ari at any nun. I honestly enjoy how positive, loving, and fun the two of you make your podcast. I have listened to all of the episodes that have been released so far, and it always makes me really happy. That you think so. I'm glad that our podcast makes you happy because doing this podcast makes me happy. So I'm glad that other people get happiness from it. Yes, I agree. Yes, and we are very cute. We're very. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's totally true. Just go check our Twitter account. Maybe that'll be the first episode stage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so yes, watermelon tummy. Yes. So, and uh, the mom's like, you know that your sister has like an iron stomach. There was no way you were going to win this fight with mm-hmm. your sister. That's me. I am pure black in this situation. <laughs> I mean, knowing what we know about Nagisa, yeah. And knowing, knowing what I know about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in this hospital, we also see that... Uh, There's a creepy old man. Yes. He's the director. <laughs> he is. Stop driving by my house so fast. Slow down. Where are you going? Nowhere. Everything is closed. <laughs> Go home. Uh... Yes, he walks by, like, these doctors and nurses as he's creepily walking up. Like, and this is, like, they want you to know that there's something up with this guy because it's, like, in kind of, like, slow motion. And, like, there's no, like, music. It's just, like, him walking, like, the sounds of footsteps. Also, he looks extremely like a villain. Yes, he does. The other two were, like, (laughs) yeah, these are just some random people. One of them's probably a mom. The other one is, like, an accountant. Yes. This guy, this guy's a villain. <laughs> he, he does seem to be the leader, in, if there is one, because, like, at the end of the episode, I know, skipping ahead in the episode, but... I have thoughts on who the leader is. Oh? Okay. Yeah. Alright, maybe we'll wait to get there to the for the end of the episode. Yes. But, like, as they're passing each other, there's a moment where the doctors and nurses just stop and like it looks like they're like being like mind controlled or something because it's like they snap out of something and they're like oh hello it's really weird Mm -hmm. but we cut away from the creepy hospital and this creepy director man to a much nicer scene where nagisa is at a department store with her friends shiho and rina yeah i forgot which one's which you know i also cannot remember which one is which I feel like I, I remember... I think she was the small one? I think so. I mean, we did have an episode of the last... Well, the last... Uh, I almost said Pissard. That's not the name of the person. The last... What's his name? Uh, White Piccolo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why can't it's I think not... it was... Uh, I was like, Keki Drago, Pissard. No, that's not him. Oh, yes, Ikubo. Uh Shiho went missing. Well, but missing. And then, I remember, I think she is, is, is the shorter one. Yeah, that's, it makes sense. Like, cause yes. I, if they said she was missing, that was, okay, yes. Yes. We figured it out. We sleuthed it. Yes. 
You're great at that one board game, the one with all the bases that you flip up and down based on describing them. Now I'm trying to remember the name of that game. It's Guess Who. Guess Who, yes. I didn't want to just say we're good at Guess Who, though. <laughs> we are. And don't test us on that, it's just a true fact you have to accept. What if, what if we just played Guess Who? <laughs> what if that was a podcast episode? <laughs> I mean, we'll table that. We'll think about that one. <laughs> There's nothing stopping us, honestly. We don't have to be in the same room for that. No, we don't. Hmm. Yes, we'll table mm-hmm. it for now. Uh, so they are headed to a store that's like on the top of the building, but instead of that, uh, we also get Nike so recapping last episode, being like, who are these people? How many of them are there going to be? Like... We already defeated Zukuzo, now there's these evil, new evil people. Yeah, and how many of them could there possibly be? We don't know, there's no upper limit. I mean, I feel like, didn't someone mention there was only going to be three, or am I just assuming that because we know there's only going to be three? I think we were just assuming that, because they also didn't see the things go flying off. That's true. I thought maybe the queen had said something, but now I don't think so. I don't think the queen said anything since they started showing up. Okay. Well, no, right back, back when uh, Meeple and Mipple were recapping uh, the conversation with the queen before they were sent back to Earth, I thought maybe then she had mentioned... Because I know she talked about how like, there's like, pieces of the Jakku King out in the world, but I thought she specified that there was three. But maybe I'm just inserting that into <laughs> what I remembered. That's probably the case. Mm. But what if there was more... How fucked up would that be? They lie to us. Well, think of it this way. There were, what, five plus the Dotsuko Zone King guy? The Jaku King? The Jaku King. The Um, dark dude. So there's a total of six there. If we're only getting half, then theoretically they'd all be twice as strong. That is true. They are twice If anything, they would want more. Yeah. They are twice the evil that the others were. I guess if they're parts of the Jakku King, they probably would be strong. Plus they have all of that energy returned to them from the other dudes being destroyed. That's true. Well, we'll see if it's just three or... Secret fourth enemy. Secret fourth enemy. You thought you were done. Again. But surprise, there's one more. I feel like they're going to have to fight the Jakku game again at the end of the season. I feel like the three are going to come together. And they're going to become the Jakku King, but with bulging muscles. Oh, no. And, like, maybe a silly hat. I can't. I don't want to picture the Jakku King with bulging muscles. All right, but what about a silly hat? A silly hat's fine. I can accept that. I mean, it can't be any worse than when Ikubo just became the dark dude, but with a bad shirt. <laughs> find out anyways this show <laughs> yes so <laughs> they <laughs> look into a store <laughs> that's we're full still of... on like my fourth sentence <laughs> <laughs> it's fine this is what the people want obviously this person enjoys the energy we bring to this podcast <laughs> uh, so they go to the store and there's a festival coming up and there's you know like 
lot of um, yukatas, or sorry, not yukatas, kimonos. I think they yes. say kimonos. Yeah, it's cotton kimonos. Um, there's a lot of those on sale. And Nagisa's mom was like, well, you can just wear the one from last year. Yeah. They're like, well, it doesn't hurt to look, right, Nagisa? Yeah. <laughs> Nagisa has that relatable experience of seeing a piece of clothing that she really likes, and then she looks at the price tag and she's like, nope. That's me, far too anytime much money. I buy jeans. <laughs> That's far too much money for me to spend. Why are jeans sixty dollars? Who could say? Why are jeans sixty dollars? That's a good question. Um, but oh, who should show up if but Honaka and also Grandma? Yes, they are also here. Mm-hmm. Honaka seems to have the opposite problem of Nagisa. In that she's like, I'll just wear the one from last year. And her grandma's like, no, you need a new one. Yes. Also, her grandma uh, sews them for her. So they're here just to buy cloth. Mm. And she also makes a point to say that uh, Honoka's parents are really excited to see like each new uh, kimono each year. So we get to see them again. Mm-hmm. It's been a hot minute since we saw Honoka's parents. Yep, it was just the one time. Yep. As far as I remember. Yeah, it was just her birthday episode back. The one where Honoka exploded. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the episode where Honoka exploded. Uh, yeah, so they run into each other, and then we cut to Nagisa's room at home. Yes. And Honoka just finished tying up Nagisa's kimono. Yeah. Um, and there's a poster in <laughs> Nagisa's room. Then I need to talk about it because it's just two real dudes, like real life people, just a just a blurry JPEG of like a boy band poster on the wall. Listen, it was 2004. They're like, what should we do with this poster? Should we just draw a picture of this boy band? And they're like, no, get a real picture of this group and just put it on. The wall, and no one will notice. You could have put anything there, and it would have been. You could have just like <laughs> draw drew two triangles in a circle and say, "Ah, yes, it's a poster of a landscape or something." <laughs> Listen, they have to show that this is a teen girls' bedroom. So, what do teen girls have in their bedrooms? Horses. Pictures? Did you say horses? Yes, <laughs> pictures of horses. Did you have pictures of horses in your room? No. I didn't have many posters at all growing up. I still don't. I need to I, fix that at some point. I had a lot of pictures of, uh, like, random, like, music groups. It would change all the time. And a lot of... <laughs> I had a lot of anime posters in my room, too. I probably would have if I was an anime kid growing up. I was definitely an anime kid growing up. Especially once I reached high school, I got a lot more into anime. I had a very bad internet connection and lived in the middle of nowhere, so I had very limited access to anime. That's fair. I think what helped is that I had a close friend at the time who was really into anime, and she would, like, let me borrow her manga and stuff. So, like, we would discuss it, and we would, like, she would let me borrow her manga and stuff that, so it was very easy for me to get really into anime. Again, in high school. Oh, I definitely read a, a good amount of manga in, like, middle school to high school. Hmm. Um, like, during the book uh, book fair era, 
of my life. Um, I bought like basically the entire for as long as they carried it. So I got like the first four volumes of Plus Anima. Oh. Um, and that that has like a soft spot in my heart. Yeah, we Poppy got into it around the same time then because you're a couple years younger than me. So when I was in high school, mm-hmm. you would have been in middle school. This is true. As is right now, the only things on my wall, which I need to fix, I need to get more stuff in here, is I have a picture of me and my mom, I have a picture of me and you, I have a calendar, and I have a poster that I drew for a Pokemon tabletop game I was running. And I had it custom printed. You have a picture of me on your wall. It's gay. Yep, I sure do. The only pictures I have on my wall currently are the two uh, art prints. That uh, I won during the uh, Dragon Sanctuary giveaway. Because mm. I got first place. So I have the Dean standee, and I have two other pictures of Dean on my wall. Listeners, listeners at home, tell us what you have on your walls. Yes, please. I would love to know. <laughs> I've been meaning to hang up more pictures and posters and stuff. I just haven't. I need to, like, if I do, I just need to, like, buy some nice art prints or something. Yeah. I just, I don't have anything to put up, really. But it was a choice that they made that they just didn't, they just decided to put a picture of real... a blurry JPEG. (laughs) Just some real, some real men up on the wall instead of anything else. Mm -hmm. It happens, you know, it's just how it is. Yeah. That's just how it was in 2004, I guess. Um, so, Holden had fallen asleep. Yes. Because he was so excited for the festival, but he was too excited and made himself sleepy. Yes. Oh. There's a good bit. I actually, so when I was taking notes, uh, there was a point where Mipple was like, oh, you both look so beautiful. And I had paused it to write that down, and I just wrote the next line, and then Meeple says, nah, you're the beautiful one to Mipple. And that happened. I'm like, yeah, of course it happened. I know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, no, you're, you've got a lock on it. <laughs> well, I saw, like, I paused it when Meeple, uh, Meeple was about to speak, and I was like, he's gonna say, no, you're the beautiful one. I can tell. <laughs> These sappy fairies. Yeah, he's he's capable of being a smooth talker sometimes. But only sometimes. Game recognized game. <laughs> the baby is asleep, yes. Poland is. The poor baby. Yes. He said something, which I didn't write down until later, because he says this throughout the episode. Goro Goro Pikan Dodun. Ah, yes. I don't know what that means. Neither do I, but like, the curious act like it's something later. Yeah. I don't understand, because they didn't say anything now. They were just like, oh, look, he's talking in his sleep. Let's leave this baby here, alone, in a yes. dark room. So when he wakes up, he's alone, and in a dark room. <laughs> and that's messed up. Why do they just take Poland with them? They could have put Poland in a pocket, or a little, like, handbag. They have I'm the guessing with them. for a reason we'll find out next like, next episode, we'll find out about how Poland doesn't know how to interact in public. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing for that reason. Okay, um, so there's a festival mont- montage, Akane's there. Yes. Uh, they meet up with that boy and his gang, um, and Nagisa gets too flustered to catch fish. 
Yes. And we see Poland start wandering around in the streets. Yes. He woke up alone, and that's messed up. Yes, it is. He's like, where's everyone? Um, He ends up, like, wandering around the festival for a little bit. He's, like, Um, hopping. Like, when we first saw him, like, walk, just wandering around town, he was, like, just walking. But now he's, like, hopping everywhere. Yeah. He's doing a little cute hop. Yes. Um, The kids that are all grouped up start telling ghost stories and get scared. Um, And they pair off for the test of courage. So. Uh, We're getting there. Hold on. I'm going to say this last thing and we can talk about that line. Yes. Uh, Nagisa and that boy get paired off together. So this Um, is, we did like, so this is the same line. So when they pair. One of the boys. (laughs) Let me say the line real quick. Okay. So we can talk about. Please. So one of the boys is like, you had this plan, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, but I wasn't expecting the girls to be here. <laughs> um, my immediately thought is, was one of them about to make a move on that boy? <laughs> that was my thought. I was like, okay, there's two explanations for that. Either the, he was planning this uh, test of courage for just the guys where they would all just be going off by themselves. Or this guy was hoping to pair off with just the other guys. Yeah, he was ready to make a move on someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta respect it. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we had we both were like, huh, that's kind of gay. <laughs> Something going on here. <laughs> Do you think one of them was trying to pair up with Fuji P or with like one of the other ones? Hmm. I don't know. I mean Fuji P's pretty what's the word I'm looking for? I feel like he's that kind of guy that like everyone's like into. Like I can't imagine it's just Nagisa. I think I don't know. I feel like the boy in the hat could probably, you know, get together with one of his friends. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's I mean, we'll never know. Cause the girl showed up and they're like, I guess we have to pair off. And be heterosexual. <laughs> we'll have to keep an eye on this. Yes. Keep an eye on this for further development. <laughs> um, so we see some more Poland. Um, and the music that plays on Poland's wandering around is very good. I have written it down as the theme of child. <laughs> uh, but eventually he gets tired and sits down next to a statue. Yes. I think this is the same statue that everyone else was around. So, like, Poland keeps missing the pretty cures Mm -hmm. because he's looking for them and he just can't keep up in time yeah um so we see nagisa and that boy climbing the steps and she's all super flustered uh meanwhile honika is giving her partner a bunch of information and it's like oh yeah (laughs) i do like that he doesn't just like shut her down or make fun of her he's just like yeah that's impressive yeah, I was really glad that he wasn't, like, rude to her, that she was just going on about, like, how she used to play here, and then, like, he even asked her, like, what's the difference between green pine crickets and regular crickets? Like, he's like, yeah, that's cool. So that was nice. Yeah, one of them goes cheery, 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 and the other one goes ree, 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 ree. <laughs> <laughs> But, sadly, as they are having these nice moments up the stairs, thunder starts. I know, because, like, hey... Tut tut, it looks like rain. I was like, where is that from? Oh, yeah. I don't even remember what it's from. It's uh, from one of the jokes that John Mulaney does. Is it? Yeah. Isn't it? Am I thinking of something? God. Let me Google tut tut, looks like rain. Isn't it? This one was from a kid's show. Oh, God. Maybe. Listen. 
<laughs> ah, wait a minute. Ah, yes, it is from Winnie the Pooh. Of course I know it. Christopher <laughs> Robin says it. I feel like this some. There's a joke that John Lee does that has something similar where he's talking about someone he used to work for who, like, uh, there was, like, a joke about, like, Wayne. Like, he came in and it's like, you know what? <sighs> I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I think, you. I don't know, my first thought was... This is a strange picture to see out of context. What's the picture? You know that I see the headline, I still don't get it, but, like, okay. Oh. <laughs> I like the way this picture is. It just looks like... Uh, Barry Allen is just, like, staring at John Mulaney with a very, like... What the fuck did you just do? Yeah. Is John uh, Mulaney gonna says, be in The Flash? No, the headline says John Mulaney says he's often mistaken for Flash star Grant Gustin. I don't... I guess I kind of see it, but I don't see it. See, I can see, like, John Mulaney, like, playing a relative of his. Because they kind of, like, they kind of similar enough. I see him playing a relative of Ralph Dibney. Before I see him playing a relative of Barry Allen. You know what? I can also see that. You know, you know here's what it is. Ralph Dibney is a elongated man. John Mulaney plays the plastic man. Ooh, yeah. You're so smart, Cassidy. It's going to rain. Yes, Tut Tut looks like rain. Christopher yes. Robin. Um, so they, they go, start heading down the stairs, and it starts actually raining. Yes. And Nagisa starts running, because... That's a bad idea, so of course Nagisa does it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why are you running down these stairs in, like, your... Was it... These shoes have a specific name, yeah? Or they're like sandals. Uh, yeah, they, like, they're the wooden sandals that I don't remember the name of. Yeah. And, like, it's raining out, so of course the stone steps are slippery, like Nagisa. Mm-hmm. So she starts to fall. But that boy dives to catch her and then twists his ankle. Yep. Um, and when they get down the stairs, there's no cell service, so they can't call to have someone pick them up. And the Nepos are like, hey, wait a minute. It's spooky. It's bad. Something bad is approaching. And lo and behold, a car pulls up. And it's Creepy Old Man. It's Creepy Old Man. And just the three of them. Honoka, Nagisa, and Fuji P get into the car. Yeah, I was like, I wrote that like, oh, they all pile in? And then I put a question mark on that when I only saw the three of them. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, but like, there was like, what, eight of them? I don't think eight people could fit in that car. Yeah, but then like, why those three? I understand Nagisa going because, one, it's that boy, and two, she's the reason he took an injury. But like, why not, why Honoka? Why not like, his friend? I, you know, Nagisa was like, all right, wh- it's me and Fuji P because he's hurt and I should go with him because I feel responsible. And my girlfriend has to come along because we have to go everywhere together. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, you could have it that the Meepos were like, hey, something's up. And they're like, maybe we should stick together in case there's mm-hmm. danger. Um, so they go to the hospital and they have a full on hospital that visit for what I just assume is a twisted ankle. I yes. assume it's just a twisted ankle. I think, yeah, at the end, it's like, oh, it's just, I know, I think he says he lightly sprained his ankle. See, I didn't hear what he ended up saying it was. All I know is that he said he needed, like, one to two days rest. Yeah. And I was like, this is a lot of stuff for what amounts to a twisted ankle. Yeah. So I guess I was maybe wrong. Anyway, so they're at the hospital and the Meepos are still like, hey, it's bad out here. Yeah, there's something uh, on the roof. And the creepy old man's on the roof. 
and he's eating lightning and becomes a battle toad or something. You know, his uh, evil form is not exactly... It's like, it's so short. Yeah. But like, so muscly. Yeah. His hair is sticking all up. He looks kind of like Blanca from Street Fighter, but if Blanca stood <laughs> completely upright. You know, say what you will about how strong these new enemies are. They just don't have the style of the previous bad guys. Um, I would argue that the first two kind of do. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't feel like the first one with his weird bulgy muscles, but... But like the second one, look at her hair. That's true, she does. She does got some pretty good style. It's like poison, he found a curler. <laughs> um, so he, like, summons Zakena that strike the ground, and they summon some sort of, like, generator Zakena. I couldn't tell what it was supposed to be. I don't know what it was supposed to be either. I just wrote down a machine. It's got mechanical stuff with wires, and there's, like, a big searchlight on the top, and there's, like, a number counter on the bottom. It's some kind of machine. It's it's something. It it, it doesn't matter too much because they they start to fight it and yeah uh, they transform and they start to fight it and it like almost defeats them and then it runs into a wall and defeats itself. Yes, it runs straight into a wall and they're like, "Well, time for pretty cure marble screw." Mm-hmm. But this fight doesn't matter because it was just a distraction. Because when they turn around, he's gone. The creepy old man has escaped. Yes. Um, we find out that that boy ended up with a leg brace and crutches. Yes. And Poland finally catches up to them. Yes, Poland's like, finally. And he says that weird, he says that phrase again, go, go, uh, what was it? Go, go. Picandodon. Yes. And they're like, are you, is that another projection? And I'm like, what is he predicting? What is he saying? Yeah, so like, the description on this episode on... Crunchyroll slash verb is Poland has the ability to see the future. Oh. At no point does that happen. <laughs> it's, they're trying to like <laughs> imply that he can see the future by saying, oh, they're waking up before they turn that evil. made more sense. I'm so, Why didn't he say that this time? Yeah, I don't know why he didn't say they're waking up. Why did he say this weird phrase? What does it mean? I just want to know. Uh, at the end of the episode, we see the plant people meeting up in a spooky house with what I think might be the real villain behind everything, this parrot. Because <laughs> why else would a parrot be there? <laughs> That's a good question. Because we go to this house and there's just a parrot there? <laughs> yeah. I assume none of them live here. It's like a weird spooky mansion. But there's a parrot here. We didn't see a parrot with any of them. No, that's true. We didn't see a parrot with any of them. This parrot's just chilling in this house. Yep. Uh, but that's the episode. There's some nice uh -huh. jazz music underneath this final scene that I liked. Mm. As these. So I get the impression that the lady... He was very noir. This lady is not... Is probably gonna like... Is not as evil as the other two because, like, the creepy guy laughed and the businessman laughed, but she was kind of like looking like a little like confused or concerned. So, you're saying we have another curious situation? We might, it's uncertain for now, but she might be a curious. Hmm. Oh, the, oh, except for, except for the, she's not gonna fall in love with one of the pretty curious, but she might turn. Yeah, no, that part I was like, mm, that would be bad. 
Yes, no, not that part. <laughs> Maybe she'll become like a big sister. Maybe she'll just turn into Akane. What if Maybe. it was just Akane? What if they just use Akane instead? I mean, that would be cool. I, my thought was, what if she falls in love with Akane? Oh. Huh. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have to consider this. <laughs> I saw Akane in this episode and I thought, what if I bought one of those star bandanas and just did like an Akane cosplay? That would be really cool. I think you should. <laughs> no one would get it. No one, no. Ah. <laughs> I'd be wearing a white colored shirt and a black apron and a red star bandana and no one would know what the hell I'm doing. It's fine. I would Oh look, know. it's a bandit Keith in a coffee shop at you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alan really got you. There's nothing that I would believe that there's a coffee shop AU that has Bandit Keith. Um, let me just Google those words. <laughs> Bandit Keith. You want to go ahead and do our uh, sign-off stuff? Yes. <laughs> so if you want to tell us what you think, not what you think, so if you want to tell us what's on your walls, tell us your thoughts about this episode, or whatever else, if you want to come on our podcast, or just tell us how sweet and nice we are and how we make your day. You can find us on Twitter at PrePodEngage. And if you just want to tell me, Charlie, about this, my Twitter, despite name, is now a reference to something that happened last episode? No, episode before last. Episode 27. So I didn't find uh, Bandit Keith Coffee Shop AU, but I did find Force Ghost Bandit Keith. Force Ghost Bandit Keith? Yeah, just look at it. I will. Wait, let me finish plugging my (laughs) Twitter. You can find me at Prepod Engage. Oh, huh. Interesting. If you want to hear more of my voice, anything I could plug won't come out before this episode comes out. But you can still follow the Twitters for when they do come out. So if you want to hear me on an actual play podcast that plays masks, you can follow Otherware Pod. Or if you're really looking forward to me talking about romance mechanics and games, you can follow Lovecore Gaming. That will be coming out next month. And if you want to join me, please fill out the form or just send me a message. Cassidy, take it away. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Madlobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T, um, where you can find me tweeting about Fortnite, Scooby-Doo, Eight Hormones, and some other fourth thing. Uh, you can also find me on my podcast at Kids and Their Dog, which is at Kids and Their Dog. It's a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast that I do with my friend Lava. Um, as well as over in the Hey Let's Talk About a Few that at Hey Let's Talk cast, I'm doing some test episodes for a podcast called RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast where we come up with game ideas based on randomly generated prompts. It's very good. Trust um, me. Yes, it's very good. Um, also, if you like to hear my voice in an actual play podcast about masks. <laughs> Uh, go listen to Apex City. I'm not on there yet, but episodes featuring me will be coming out soon as part of the Hindsight 2020 event. Yes. Also, the rest of that show is just very good, and you should listen. Yes. Also, I will be guesting on that podcast as well much later on. 
like fall time, but eventually. And that's the, the hell is this one? Sorry, keep going. That's the episode. That's the podcast. There's nothing else to talk about. So, uh, well, next time, Nagisa looks very exhausted. She looks like she's about to collapse. Same. Yeah. So we'll see what's going on there. But until next time. We need your help, Nepo. Coco. I was going to mention this. So I was bringing in, because so my landlady uh, bought a bunch of groceries. So mm. I was hoping her bring them in. And our back porch light is broken. So like, and this was like 11 o'clock at night when this was happening. No, it had to be earlier. I don't remember when this was. Mm-hmm. So, but it was dark out, which is the important part. So I was bringing the groceries in and I heard this growl come from like over near where a bunch of trees were and I'm like... What the fuck was that? And, like, I remembered in my mind that bears do live around here. And I'm like, God, if that's a bear, fuck these groceries. I'm not coming back out. Especially in this pitch darkness. I'm not going to get attacked by a bear. A bear would be bad. You don't want a bear there. Yeah. No, definitely not. I mean, I've only seen a bear once. And that was when it was eating my sister's garbage. Hmm. I lived in an area of the country with less aggressive bears, I think. Um, cause I had, there were people that we knew that were just like, yeah, there's a bear that just hangs out in my backyard sometimes. Huh. Yeah. I remember I was, uh, leaving from my parents' house to go to my sister's house cause that's where I lived at the time. And I heard this noise and I saw that one of the trash cans had been like knocked over and I look over and there's just this mass of bear and I'm like, oh, actually, and like, this is like right in front of the house. So I'm like, actually, I'm just going to go back to my parents' house and then watch from the porch to see what this bear does. Eventually, the bear wandered off towards someone else's house, and I used that chance to get inside. Do you know what kind of bears you normally get in that area? I, I'm pretty sure it was a black bear, but I'm actually not sure. Bear, common, blue, That's not useful. Connecticut? Connecticut doesn't have any ends. It doesn't have any ends? I would argue that it has two. <laughs> I meant M, not N. <laughs> yes, black bears are are prominent in Connecticut. Mm. So it wasn't black bear, it was white. That might be what the difference is. Because in yeah. North Georgia, we had brown bears. Ah, yes. So it says, uh, black bears are not very common in most of Connecticut, but their population is rising rapidly. Most Connecticut bears at present live in the northwestern corner of the state. And that's where I live, the northwest corner of the state. So, where we got all the bears. Love to have a bear.